This parasha talks mainly about Sarat. What is Sarat? Sarat is usually translated, for lack of a different word, leprosy. Although Sarat may display some physical characteristics similar to leprosy, it is not quite the same. It has to do with some type of Tum'ah, which our Hachamim say is caused mainly by engaging in Lashonara, evil gossip. Now, leprosy is a very contagious disease. Sarat is not necessarily so. Uh, as evident from that the following two cases discussed in the Gemara. It says that if a newlywed groom comes to see a Kohen in the middle of the seven days of Sheba Berachot, right? he may have Sarat. He goes to a Kohen in order to find out. The Kohen says to him, go back home to your wife. Also, if any person uh, has possible sarat, he comes to see a Kohen in the middle of a festival, in other words, like Holomoyed, he's told, go home, celebrate the holiday, come back after the holiday. Obviously, if sarat was contagious, these two people would not be told to go back home where the disease could be transmitted the members of the family. Sarat, however, is a very serious spiritual ailment. So serious that the person that is stricken with it is sent away from all the three camps to be alone, isolated from everyone. He is worse than a person who accidentally kills a human being. The Torah says if a person accidentally kills another human being, he goes to one in the cities of refuse. And he lives a normal life. He can associate with people. He can study Torah. He can listen to Shi'orim and so on. But the person with Sarat sits alone with no communication with the outside world. No access to means of studying with others. Such is the grave sin of Lashonara. But the Torah in Parashat Azriha speaks about various different types of uh, Sarat. Uh, well, there is Sarat Aguf that hits the body itself, the Sarat of the, the garment which hits the clothing, and there's Sarat of the wall. Some kind of Sarat appears in the wall. Now, normally, what Hashem does was, if a person deserves it, it does not hit him right away. It shows him the, the, uh, the Sarat on the wall. That's the, that's the first warning. Now, if he learns his lesson, and he stops the gossiping and all that, Fine. If not, then you will hit him with Sarat of the clothing. If that doesn't help, then he will really hit him with Sarat on his body. But if you notice, even though the order is wall, 
then clothing, and then the body itself. The Torah discusses it in the reverse order. The Torah describes first the tzarat of the body, then the garment, and then the wall. Why is it like that? Well, the Kliyaka tells us something. He says, if you want to threaten someone, you don't want to show him a dull knife, right? You may want to show him a deadly machine gun like the Uzi. Then he's really scared. See, when, when Akadosh Baruch Hu sent Moshe Rabbeinu to Pharaoh, what was the first warning? Very, very first in, in, in the Parashat Shemot there, he said, That was the first thing he said. Of course, it didn't happen first. First, there were the nine Makot, and then the tenth one was Makat Bechorot. But that was the first warning. Why? Because if you want to threaten someone, first you come in hard. North Korea is not threatening the United States with submachine guns and regular tanks. Looking into nukes, nuclear missiles. That's what he becomes first strong. So that's why the tarat of the body comes first. Now, let me explain to you something when it comes to a person who speaks Lashonara or is Motsi Shemra. The Torah in Masechet Devarim talks about a person who marries another, who marries a woman. Young, young woman. Kikah Ish Isha, right? Vesam Lah Alilo Devarim. He makes Motsi Shemra. Because he, he, he talks about uh, evil things about her. And he says, look, she was not a virgin. That's what he says. But actually, he was lying. The Torah says, Ve'anshu oto me'akes. Okay. He gets punished. He has to pay the father 100 shekel. On the other hand, if a person is me'anes, a young lady, we're talking about now an actual rape. The Torah says, you know what? You give only 50 shekel. A rape, 50 shekel. Motsi shemra, 100 shekel. That's how bad it is when you talk, when you say evil about other people. Look at for example, the, the punishment of a person that hits his father or mother or curses. The, the Torah says that if a person hits the father, he's hayab mitah. If he curses the father, he's also hayab mitah. But there's a difference. The one that hits and physically causes a wound He's Hayab with Henek, which is a lighter type of Mita. The one who curses the father is Hayab with Sekila. That's a lot worse. This is, where, this is the, uh, 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 the severity of, of uh, cursing, talking bad, 
saying evil about other people, about Lashonara. Let me tell you something which is even worse than that. Moshe Rabbeinu, as you know, Parashat Shemot, he goes the first day and he sees an Egyptian beating up a Jew. What does he do? So he takes care of the Egyptian, he kills him, B'Shem Amforash, and so on. Next day, he goes and he sees two Hebrews, two Jews, hitting, you know, they're fighting it, and one is hitting the other one. And, and he says, you know, Lama Larasha, Lama Takerecha. Why, 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 you're an evil person by beating up your, your, your friend. You're... Oh, so what, what is this Torah says? But Yomer, he said, yeah, Who are you? Who, who made you order no, a judge? Who, who, uh, are you going to kill me like you killed the Egyptian? Vayira Moshe. Moshe Rabbeinu got scared. He didn't realize somehow that there are informers, there are people that go and talk Moser. So he says, Vayomer, Achen noda hadavar. Ooh. Achen noda hadavar. Ooh. The word now has spread. People know about it. What does that mean? Achen noda hadavar. Rashi brings the Midrash. He says, now he says, noda ali hadavar, shihayiti tamhala. Now I know, I always had a, a, a question that, that was in my mind I couldn't understand. Mahat o Israel. What is the sin of Israel? Why? That they have to be subjected to Sud Abu Dat Perech. It's hard, back breaking work. Now I see Moshe Rabinu says, listen carefully. Shehem reuim lekach. Because of the fact that they're talking bad, they're talking evil, he says. Yeah. They deserve what they're getting. Wow. Because it says Lashon They deserve. In other words, redemption, Geulah cannot come if they keep on saying Lashon and as a matter of fact, later on, the Hachamim say that they didn't change their name, didn't change their tongue, and they did not speak Lashonara. They fixed it. Once they fixed it, they became Re'uyim Lageula. Uh, let me say something interesting also about Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu at the beginning, Kadosh Baruch told him, he's going to be the messenger. He's going to be the one to go and take the Bnei Israel out of Egypt. So for seven days they were talking, back and forth. Finally, Moshe Rabbeinu said, Oh, maybe they won't believe me. That's all he said. Maybe they won't believe me. Well, even that, 
was considered somewhat uh, not really appropriate. What happened right after that? HaKadosh Baruch told him, I'm going to give you two simanim. You show them this simanim, and they will believe you. And both of these simanim have to do with Lashonara. Believe it or not. He said, Hendo Aminuli. One of them is you put your hand inside, you, uh, and then take it out. It was all Sarat. What is this Sarat is what? It's like a siman. It's a sign. So it has to do with gossip. What's the, the one, they, the, the one, the other one? The other one was take your stick, throw it on the floor, and it'll become a nahash, a snake. What's really involved in here? What is implied? Besides the fact that it's a tremendous uh, miracle, but what's involved? What happened? The snake was the very, very first to say la shunara. How do we know that? We know it from Parashat Bereshit. When Chava first, she refused to eat. Then the snake says to her, Ki yodea Elohim ki beyom acholchem mimenu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows that when you eat from it, v'nifkechu enechem, your eyes are going to be open. V'hiitem ke Elohim yodea tovara. You're going to be that God that knows the good and bad. What's what she said, ki yodea? Kol uman, See, every kind of a craftsman, musician, whatever, he doesn't like his competitor. So, he says, Akalush Baruchu, Mina es Akalu Barata Olam. Here, Akalush Baruchu, Ahmad Slan. Akalush Baruchu, who knows everything, was powerful, omnipotent, omniscient. Oh, he spoke, God forbid, Lashonara, but Hashem. Minayas, Minayas. And that's why he created the world. And Hashem is worried that if you eat right, you're going to be able also to do the same thing he did. Wow. Anyway, there is another aspect of Sarat. It is a warning for the benefit of the Bnei not so for the Goyim. Sarat is not sent. It's not brought upon the Goyim, only upon the Jews. For example, when the Borei Olam brought punishment on Mishraim, that was because they abused greatly of the Bnei Israel. And it was a punishment for the sake of punishment. However, when it comes to his dear children, Hashem is not interested in punishment for the sake of punishment, but only for the sake of awaking them, make teshuvah, for the sake of giving them a warning so that they can improve themselves. This is another concept of Sarat. Give a chance for the person to redress himself and stop talking Lashonara. 
as it says, Ka'asher yiyaser ishet beno, Hashem elokecha miyaserecha. Just like a, a, a man, a father, when he rebukes or reprimands his, his son, he's not interested in just hitting him or punishing him to cause him to hurt him. No. He wants him to get better. That's what Akadosh Baruch does. We are his children. So he may send the Sanat as a warning so that they should make the Shuvah. So this is, this is what he says, I shall give. It's like a gift. Why? To straighten the person. It's a blessing in disguise. You know, it's very unfortunate that we are very strict when it comes to uh, things that go into our mouths. You know, like forbidden foods. We're very strict about that. But we take a very lax attitude about things that go out of our mouth, which is Lashonara. I want to tell you a tiny little story about the Chafiz Chaim, Arabi Shalom. One time the Chafiz Chaim was a guest in the home. And it was Friday night. So, well, he comes in. And, you know, after Shom Aleichem and that, so the, the host says, Bakasha, the Chafiz Chaim, he should make the Kiddush. Uh, so the Chafiz Chaim mentions to him that the Chala was not covered. Was not covered. So he, the host, uh, a little surprised and he didn't like the idea that uh, his wife didn't do that in cover Khana. So he uh, was a little bit uh, angry. So anyway, so he covered the Khana. And Chavis made the Kiddush. They went for Netirati Adayim, came back. Then he heard that the host was yelling at his wife. How? Don't you know? We have here Adam Hashur and you, you know you don't cover the halal, whatever. He was screaming at his wife. Chavetz Chaim does not like things like that. Chavetz Chaim never said a word, not one word of Lashonara or anybody. So, okay, we didn't say anything first. They had the first course as usual with the Ashkenazim, they eat the uh, gefilted fish and so on little schnapps. Then he asks the host. says, do you know why we cover the, the halal? So, yeah, of course, so the host said, like he wants to show off. Oh, yeah, because we don't want to embarrass the halal. We're making kiddush, we don't want to embarrass it, so we cover it. So the Chafiz Chaim says to him, listen to what you're saying. The halal, we don't want to embarrass, but you Go ahead and embarrass your wife. This is no good. Yes, Rabotai. We have to be very careful how we treat especially members of our family. Look, Miriam and Nevia, the sister of Moshe Rabin, was stricken with that because she said just a few words about her brother, which were not that bad. Nowhere near the harsh gossip that we hear in our community. Let us learn a lesson from this, Rabbi Let us eradicate 
tradition from our midst by refraining from talking bad about others, and very important, refusing even to hear from others. This will increase shalom amongst us and will hasten and quicken the coming of our Mashiach Sitkenu. Amen. As usual, I would like to remind all of you, this is a great station. It does a lot of benefit for everyone, young and old, men, women. And please do whatever you can to send contributions in order to keep this station going. And if you have any Simhana Butai, please get in touch with us. We have a beautiful hall that we can accommodate all kinds of Simhat for you. Shabbat Tov and Kodesh Tov.